We are proud to announce a new sponsor for this podcast, Augie's Locker Room. Augie's Locker Room, which is located less than a mile away from Notre Dame Stadium, was named the best Notre Dame's collectible shop in the country. This shop is amazing. If you are a passionate Notre Dame fan and are looking for that special Notre Dame piece to complete your rec room, Augie's is the place to go. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. They have an exclusive Joe Montana signed items. If Augie's doesn't have it in store, he will find it for you. Visit AugiesLockerRoom.com or stop in at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. AugiesLockerRoom.com or call 574-277-NDND. Sports Beat AM continues with the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. This is the Blue and Gold Illustrated Recruiting Update with Mike Singer. And the guy with all the insight from Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com, is Mike Singer. He joins us each week on Sportsbeat AM on 960 AM WSBT. Mike, good morning to you. How are you? Doing great, Darren. Good morning to you as well. Thank you so much for joining me as always. And we get to talk about a commitment from over the weekend. Four-star defensive lineman Devin Houston picks the Fighting Irish. Commitment number 12 and the fourth defensive line commitment, Mike, for this Fighting Irish football team. Give us some of your thoughts on what you see in Devin Houston and the match with Houston and the Fighting Irish. Big dude who's uh, played American football for just one season. Uh, he's from the, uh, I believe it's Ontario, Canada, and uh, came to uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, in the northwest corner of the state last August. I'm, I'm going to say was, and um, yeah, so he's he's fairly new to the game of football, and about six five, two hundred seventy five pounds. He's a he's a big boy with um, some quick feet, um, quick hands, motor. He's got a competitive hip hop dancing background. Yeah. Um, Darren, so he's got yeah, he's got some nimbleness to him, um, and uh, he, he, w- w- with some power. You know, I went out to see him um, uh, in March, and uh, his coach gave me a pretty great quote. He said, uh, "This is Colin Ponder said he's a game wrecker. He's got the combination of power and grace. That's a pretty good way to describe a defensive lineman. He's got power and yet grace, and that grace obviously comes from his dancing background and." His, and his power is just that God-given strength he has. So, I I think Darren he's a pretty he, he's a prospect with high upside. Like I I mean with his size and and, and what we just talked about with, you know power and grace and um, you know just a limited experience playing football. I think he's got so much upside, but also you know I, I think he's got a pretty high floor. And like I I don't think that he's going to I don't see this kid being a bust. I think he's at worst. You know, he's just a, a rotational piece for your defensive line, you know, with how big and athletic he is. So, overall, it's a really good get for out Washington and Notre Dame. And, Mike, reading one of your stories, he did not get the chance to play two years ago, a COVID season up in Canada. As you said, he made the move to Maryland. Competition level that he faced last fall, was it very significant? No. It wasn't yeah. great, but, you know, there was Tyler Buckner, you know, playing in small ball San Diego. Mm-hmm. And what what are you supposed to do when, you when you know, the competition isn't great? You're supposed to absolutely dominate. And, yeah. and that's really what Devin Houston did. He, he looked like a 
you know, man, home home's boys. Um, so, you know, he plays strong side end, he'll play on the interior, play some left tackle for his team. Again, as, as a young man, he's still you know, just getting familiar with uh, American football. And, um, hmm. you know, he had offers from Penn State, Michigan, South Carolina, um, you know, handful of uh, big-time schools after him. And, you know, j- just took one visit uh, to Notre Dame for him to, to pick the Irish. Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. You're a writer. You know all the big words. So how would you describe the four <laughs> commitments that the Irish have right now in the class of 2023 along the defensive line? I mean, it's, I wish Lou Samoji were with us, the uh, late, great senior editor at Blue and Gold, because, you know, he would always, you know, explain <laughs> to me how, you know, defensive line recruiting, that was, you know, Achilles heel of Notre Dame football for so long. I mean, I, now you look at it, it's such a strength. And you, know, you got to give credit to Mike Elston. I mean, he helped build that at Notre Dame, such strong depth on the defensive line. But then specifically in this class, you know, he offered Keon Keeley and recruited him and Brennan Vernon um, to their commitments. And then even – Bubakar Traore, who uh, committed at the end of April, and, and Devin Houston, who committed over the weekend, he offered both of those guys last fall. Um, so, I mean, he, you know, he, he, I know he's a Michigan man now, but he does get you know, some credit for, mm-hmm. you know, those two. So, you, you know, you've got to give him some credit. But, I mean, now Washington has is, is done just a phenomenal job being oftentimes when you have a position coach leave that can, you know, um, you know, be a, a huge loss for you, but Al Washington came in and hit the ground running. But yeah, in terms of those four guys, I mean, it's a well-rounded group. I think they complement each other well. And Darren, I don't think they're done. Really, I personally think, yeah, I think they're going to get to five defensive linemen. Um, I, I, so I think they're very happy with this four. Um, but the massive cast of defensive linemen, Jason Moore, number 39 player nationally, number five defensive lineman per the 2023 on three consensus ranking. He's just way too good. Notre Dame would absolutely be fired up to have him. So you, you could be looking at the best defensive line class on paper for Notre Dame probably ever. <laughs> like, wow. um, I can't, you know, you know, I'm a younger guy. I, like, I can't tell you guys the history, which again, we had loose emoji to tell me, but I mean, just, I, I don't know how it could get much better than that. Mike, your best guess, these four defensive line commitments, how do they fit into Al Golden's defense? Well, the easy one is Keon Keeley will play Viper, you know, whatever you want to call that position. Now drop end, shark, weak side end. It's had many names over the years, but I think it's <laughs> kind of stuck on Viper now. That's the easy one. The rest of them are kind of hybrid guys. You know, Notre Dame switching between four and three man fronts, you're gonna need some defensive linemen who can line up in various positions. I think Brendan Vernon is kind of just bulking up to being you know, talking about a strong side end to now potentially even a nose guard, not even joking. Brendan Vernon is, you know, up to two hundred eighty five pounds on the last time I checked, so it's probably two hundred ninety now. Brendan Vernon a big man, so I think he's a one or three technique. Um, that's a, your nose guard, your defensive tackle. I, I think Bubakar Traore is 
you know, a strong side end or a, or a defensive tackle. And then Devin Houston, I was talking to him yesterday, and he, he felt pretty adamant that he was not a nose guard. But, I mean, he, he's – I I could see him playing any, you know, in, pretty much anywhere on the defensive line except for Viper. I think he could play nose guard. I think he could play defensive tackle. I think he could slim down a little bit and play def- a strong side defense then. So well-rounded group, like I said. Um, and then, the, 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 I mean, the best player of that group is Keon Keeley. I mean, that, I mean, he is, I think, a generational talent. And, uh, I mean, he could be one of, you know, one of the great Notre Dame defensive ends when it, when it you know, when his career is all said and done. Irish fans that are subscribers to Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com, they know that Irish coaches are on the road right now. You've written a couple of pieces on this subject. How would you summarize what the Irish coaching staff is doing this week? Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It, it's twofold. You have the coaches, like Harry Heastead's done a lot of going to the high schools of a top recruit that they're after um, – there's the bump rule. So they're not really allowed to sit down and have a full conversation with the prospects, excuse me, but you know, high school, you sit down with the coach, you know, you, the kids are, are, you know, all all talking about in the hallways. Hey, did you see your Notre Dame's here for so-and-so? And it's just a big deal when that happens. So there's that, there's the going to the high school of a specific player. And then you have something like area recruiting. Uh, Jared Parker, tight ends coach, has done a lot of it because, you know, they have a tight end committed in 2023 already. Um, you know, they're, they're, they kind of zeroed in on a few 2024 guys at that position. So he can kind of just recruit some areas uh, more so than recruit specific high schools. So, you know, he's been in Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga. He's, he was in Raleigh Durham yesterday, so it's just inquiring um, about certain prospects, you know, in, in just a specific area to build relationships with high schools. So, again, recruiting top players, you know, at very targeted specific schools, obviously, and then you know, Brian Mason was just in Indiana all last week recruiting building those relationships high school coaches currently i believe is the northern california 
again, just making the rounds at some of the top high schools to, to you know, connect with those high school coaches. It's really interesting hearing you describing some of the rules and regulations, what you can and can't do this week. I'm, I'm just picturing, can Harry wave at the offensive line recruit, or is that going to be hey, a mean, violation? Look, <laughs> the NCAA is not really going to be – they don't really crack down on the bump sure. rule. You have to really screw up, and that happens. Um, and trust me, I hear stories about – you know, a coach going to a school and spending 45 minutes with the kids. But I'm just telling folks, these, the, these are the rules, um, <laughs> you know, but that, that's, I, I, I the, the answer really is such a joke, but yeah. Um, yeah, the bump rule is, you know, needs to be a little bit more well-defined or needs to be done away with or something. Mike, should Irish fans get to know four-star wide receiver Cam Williams? Yeah, sure. So he's a, I mean, he's from Chicago, so he's pretty close. He's a he's a four star wide receiver. Notre Dame just offered him. He's in the twenty twenty four class, so he's a high school sophomore right now. You know, going into his junior year, so we got some time. But um, you know, to really focus in on that twenty twenty four class, but you know, Notre Dame's already got one commitment in that cycle, and could have another coming up soon. Wink, wink, Darren. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think Kane Williams – I mean, look, whenever they offer, you know, big-time kids from Chicago, it's, it's notable. They offered five-star defense alignment Justin Scott from um, St. Ignatius. So um, – and I think the Irish got a really good shot there. Um, so, I mean, man, when's the last time Notre Dame landed player from Chicago? Is Justin Walters and Pat Coogan in 2021? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that it? So, yeah, I mean, when, when Chicago has big-time players, Notre Dame's got to go in there and get them. Mm. Lot going on, so I feel funny asking this question. But Mike, what do you think is next for the Irish? No, it's a great question. I love when you ask what's next. So right now, it's that spring evaluation period, and these from Monday through Friday, the the ten assistant coaches are out on the road. This is not a period for Marcus Freeman to go out on the road. So he's doing all sorts of um, Freeman's. I mean, I think he's just in Tampa this week. He's uh, doing something in Chicago with Chris Zorich. I mean, he's you know, doing all sorts of um, traveling still. I guess the guy just has to be out on the road doing something. Um, but so we have the spring evaluation. But May is we're, – we're in commitment season right now. I mean, I, I, since mid-April, I think it's been like six commitments or something Notre Dame's picked up. So those March and April visits that we've talked about there and, you know, for the past couple of months, the – fruits of those labors are, you know, May commitments, you know, late April, May commitments. And then you'll see June official visits when it's 48 hours. Um, the university's paying for the kids to come up on campus and wine them and dine them and all that good stuff. You know, we'll see some June commitments come out of that, but then a lot of kids will announce it in July and whatnot after they've taken, you know, all their trips. So we're just kind of in commitment season um, it's crazy to say that, you know, signing day is about seven months away, but you can kind of get a good picture of what the class is going to look like. And I actually did a month class article mm-hmm. Monday at Blue and Gold, uh, the gold standard. And I, I also did the uh, mock, pla- mock class version one uh, back on March 1st. And, and this article didn't look that much different from that one. And, hmm. and now, you know, about 70 days 
from uh, uh, version one to version two, and 70 days is an eternity in recruiting. So it just kind of goes to show that Notre Dame has top guys, and you know they're looking really good for a lot of them. And if you look at receiver and you know defensive line, offensive line, I mean linebacker, they're they're closing in on on their top guys. Quarterback is the big one, obviously. Don Moore, we've talked a ton about him there, and they got to get him, and you know, they're hoping to get him on campus for an official visit in June. Quarterback and uh, defensive back are kind of the two positions that you have a little bit of concern over. Like I, I feel the rest of the spots, Notre Dame's in a fantastic spot. You know, they're going to land some big-time players. Uh, but do they get Dante Moore or do they not? And then cornerback, they lost a commitment from Justin Rett in, at Las Vegas, excuse me, Bishop Gorman. And uh, do they get Christian Gray from St. Louis to Smet? He's a big-time uh, player. You know, they're offering new cornerbacks. So there's just some uncertainties um, at, at those two spots more so than others. I like that article. It's almost your version of an NFL mock draft that they update over and over leading up to the draft. So I think that's a, a really cool idea. All right, so someone out there listening right now has four quarters under their car seat. What should they do with those four quarters? <laughs> What's the best way to use those four quarters? Yeah, I mean, blue and gold. Like I say every week, I, mean, I, I can't believe the deal is still going on, but it's a dollar uh, for your first year. So if you um, somehow like hearing me on Darren's show and um, you know, hearing me talking about Notre Dame football recruiting, I mean, you can get um, access to all my articles for just a dollar for the first year. It's kind of an unprecedented deal that we have going on. So head to blueandgold.com. That's the top of the page, dollar for a year. Make sure you sign up before that deal is gone. And I uh, would love to have you on the Loose Emoji Message Board, interact with me and our staff, and talk to a community of thousands of other Notre Dame fans and, and get the latest scoop on the Fighting Irish. Mike, great job as always. Thanks for the visit. And wink, wink, maybe we'll talk to you before Tuesday. If not, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. That sounds good, Darren. Thank you. <laughs> All right, take care. Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider. Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.